For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty podcasts. Podcasts. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. I'm Doge. And I'm Jordan. We together, we three are Two Chunks and a Hunk podcast. That'll be the last time you ever hear that. That was an awful try. Guys, we're on episode three. We are now halfway through. Yes. Loki. Wow. Of the MCU Universe Disney Plus series, Loki. Episode three is Lamentous. Mm -hmm. And it feels to me a bit more like a, even though we're kind of all over the place, it feels more like a one-act play. Yeah. Because it is major focus on, and I got to say, I pump big time, just all the time that we have with Tom and Sophia, uh, aka Loki and Sylvie. Yep, I agree. Yep. I super pump Sophia Martino. Hey, me too. Sylvie. Yep. Hey, I me also too. Do. She's so I, good. I like her a lot. I do too. And it feels so much like we are getting baited. Uh, we as the viewer are getting baited into, why would they use someone we've never really seen before to play a role like this? And then MCU gets to wink and say like, because you just see watch. the other guy yeah. though? You see Tom Hiddleston? Yeah. You've done this before. Yep. <laughs> Sylvie, their chemistry together. I'm starting to think Tom just has chemistry. And, yeah. But he does. Tom the chemist. But I think there's something about, there has to be some kind of self-awareness for Sophia DeMartino and the role that she knows that she's playing to have this much screen time with Tom. Is she not thinking about like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Doesn't she feel like she needs to step up her Probably. game or something? And that's not a shot at her. It's just, I think no. she, she would know sure. that we don't know her very and well. And we love Tom. But she, at times, at times, at moments, is a, is better. At moments, there are, in this episode specifically, that I'd be like, man, I'm kind of more interested in her right now than him. Yeah. And I can't remember the last time I had that yeah. on the screen with Loki before. Right. Uh, and just well done. Amazing I, casting. I wonder if if Tom, being the master chemist that he is, if one of his secret skill sets is elevating the performances of people around him. Could be. Because I feel like he's been doing that with Owen Wilson this whole <clears throat> show so far. He definitely did that with Sylvie in this episode. I would say he probably does that 
with his Ragnarok ensemble. Yeah. I think as Loki, he does a good job of of playing second fiddle in a way that makes first fiddle better. even better than I it agree. could be. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah. speaking of, Owen, the weakest part of this episode is that there's no Mobius. It, yeah, it I can't believe they would do that to me. It genuinely suffered, I think, this episode because of no Owen. I don't know that I would say it suffered in the same way that maybe something else we will talk about soon suffered from the lack of a notable cast member. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I did miss I, him. I think it I did. I he's doing for, okay. For me. I, I, think, I think it felt like it was missing an ingredient of this show to me. So was this, was this one sort of a step? I mean, I know we don't yeah. rate the episodes, but it was a step yeah, down. This sort is of. the weakest one so far to me. I yeah. I probably messed you up then because I told you it was my favorite yeah, episode I did. of Marvel I went, TV so far. I went in with pretty high expectations and I thought the episode was good. I really mm. did. I liked it. it, it yeah. This was not like, where'd this bad episode come from? Like it was still a great episode, yeah. but uh, this is probably the weakest one of this season so far. Jordan, to me. I, I would tell you too, I don't know how much I've been attuned to just what the masses are saying about because when you have shows like this MCU show, uh, there's commentary on it immediately. Sure. Yeah, everybody's it's so got hard opinions. to even be out there. Um, but it's it's kind of a popular opinion, I think, Jordan, of this being people's people saying this is their least favorite of the oh, season. Really? Which which means, in <laughs> when you're just talking about Loki, though, that doesn't mean a lot because yeah. sure, also it's, a it's lot of people's great favorite. Shows I really so enjoyed it. If it's your least favorite of the season, it's still third place. Yeah, at this right. point too, so that's <laughs> yeah. not bad. Um, yeah, I did exactly. though. I did read a thing where Hiddleston himself said that episodes four and five are his two favorite of the season. Great. So that's exciting. I think, and we got, I mean, we got to have the segment where I just talk about a bunch of wild stuff that's never yeah. going to happen. Hey, before so we I do know, though, but okay. I think, I was going to say, I think if, I think that what I'm thinking might be happening might be the reason Hiddleston is liking four and five. We could talk about that later for we'll sure. We'll talk though. about it in just a second. I was just going to say that Owen Wilson, Mobius as a uh, jet ski enthusiast and probably salesman in the nineties, all but confirmed. All but confirmed in this episode with with learning that all of the TVA employees are variants that had a life beforehand. Yes. So that was our that was our big reveal, right? Yep. It's it's so funny to be. Uh, it was not intentional, but so Chelsea and I are going through Lost right now, and we're in season mm -hmm. three of Lost. And Lost was one of those shows that I remember for the first time being something that every week when you sit down to watch a new episode, something will be revealed or. Uh, not necessarily revealed, but another question will be posed of like, oh, what does this mean? And that's kind of what it hung, hang it, hung its hat on. Hungeth, hungeth its hat it, on. Hungeth its hat on. Hanged its hooter on, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, Loki uh, feels like it kind of does that. The MCU universe and knowing that it is a universe, right? The Mar MCU universe. <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe, universe. The it's ATM like machine. A ATM machine. <laughs> um <laughs> But I got to say, so Chunky's, uh, those of you that listen to our podcast, you might remember. If you don't, just pause right now. Go back and listen to the end of us talking about episode two, the variant. And we all made guesses as to where these two were going to end up. Where was Sylvie going? And I was right. You were. Right that back was the to first the first thought that I had. Yep. And I was and I watched it on Wednesday. So I was like, I don't even know if they watched it yet. <laughs> even if I even if I in Slack send like the eyeball looking you know, <laughs> to the right emoji, I, that feels like a spoiler to me. So I was like, I'm not gonna do anything. But anytime that I get to call a shot with the uh I feel like 
Y'all can't see it, but also if you zoom in, whenever they show the timekeepers, there are also statues of Jordan and Doge. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, just I feel like if I ever call anything, I'm like, yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, I can't remember what happens first. And I think that's a good thing about, about this show because it, it does kind of take us literally to new worlds at any second. Yeah. But I really enjoyed, and, it, it, and Doge, I think you're right in, in your massive speculations from last episode. How can this not be Enchantress at this point? Yeah. With the skill set that she has. But when we start, was the beginning of the episode with Sasha Lane, with, with uh, Hunter C20? Yes. And Sylvie, yeah, the when they're in this restaurant, yep. yeah. yeah, having the margaritas, that was so interesting. Yep. That was really me. good. And it shows the depth as to which Sylvie can just mess you yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> like just absolutely trick you. Uh, and I thought that was just such a cool way to start Speaking it. of tricking, I have two theories about what's going on on Lamentis at the end there. Okay. I, I think they're probably what I've got too. Okay. I, I just have two theories about how they're going to get out of this essentially. And they're, they're just theories at this point. I can't really point to yeah. a lot of evidence. It's just what I think is going to happen. I think the planet's blowing up. I think the planet's blowing the, up. So that's one of them. Probably. Um, probably. I think I could tell that. If you look in the background. No, I think, I think there's a, a good chance that Mobius is going to show up having tracked them to another apocalypse and pull them at the last second. Mm -hmm. Or I'm not convinced that Loki is not tricking Sylvie in some way, whether or not that's the one, whether or not maybe the, the thing isn't actually broken. The little like tablet isn't actually broken and he's had it this whole time. And he just wanted to find out like what her whole deal is, or maybe none of this is actually happening. I don't know. That's the one I, I, I just, I think that he's, there's just a couple of things. Loki's not an idiot, and I just don't see him getting drunk and yeah. ruining their their only way off of this planet. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's mischief. Yeah, that would, uh, production-wise, make such a smart payoff for having a full episode. It's like, hey, here's yeah. how good Loki is. Uh, he has even tricked you people yeah. yep. <laughs> watching this show. Uh, well, maybe not, because you guessed it, but… I think, yeah, I think that's a smart move. Well, I think it's and, it's no accident that that he they're sitting down and he like gets her to lower her guard and it's like, so what do you what do you call that? Enchanting. How do you do that? Yes. You just learned that yourself. And she made a big and deal she, about I don't fall asleep around people I don't trust. And then she fell asleep around him. And then she fell asleep and woke up and everything's like slightly different. Yep. Yeah, and he's wearing his TVA outfit. Yeah, he's putting like, her this through. Is bad. Shouldn't you be doing that? Putting her through a sort of crisis to to basically get her to trust him completely, I think. And yeah. and when I say this, I'm having flashbacks to two years ago. I think I was talking to both of you guys like, hey, the Battle of Winterfell is coming up. The Night King's <laughs> not going to be there. The Night King won't be there because he will have flown south to King's Landing. They're going to enclose all the troops of men and then it's going to be this final. And it just completely Didn't wasn't that way. Yeah, Anything like yeah. that. So I'm almost afraid to be like, no, I promise you, it's this big, crazy reveal because it usually isn't. That's a good yeah. point. That's a great point, actually. I think it's uh, Loki hasn't had a moment yet, a big one, to show that he's still in control. And I think that's what makes Loki mm. Loki. And I think it would be disappointing if that moment didn't happen in this season. Because yeah. that feels like that is a character shift that shouldn't exist. Like Loki, in the beginning with his relationship with Mobius, we've seen several attempts at him to try and trick Mobius. But Mobius being the Loki expert is like, no, 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 you can't do right. that to me. Um, 
but I think if it if you have the long play, I think that's the long yeah. con is is something that Loki would would really want to do. I'm so interested to know like what is Thor to Sylvie? Like in Sylvie's universe, is there a Thor analog? Very good. That's a good question. I haven't even thought of that. Yeah. I, I think Syl- Sylvie is notably uh uh pretty reticent with her answers about who she is yeah. and what her past is like and I still think that's because she's not a Loki variant. I think she was I think she's fully enchantress. Yeah. Created so created by a Loki. Well, and but might she, she might believe she is a Loki. I wonder why they would be cuz aren't they tracking her using DNA and that's why they said that it's a Loki variant. Yeah, but if Loki created her, you know what I mean? Like I, I think they're tracking Loki's like temporal energy, right? Yeah, right. And so if he created her as a, an extension of himself, you know, then then I think they might have the same. I mean, I think that that could be hand waved away as like they have the same temporal energy because they came from the same magic source. Yeah. So like, you know. Yeah. It's fair. Uh, I think Loki is a character that is always looking out for himself. I think we know that. And I think something that's worth remembering in this entire show is that uh, I am certain that production is and Tom Hiddleston is aware that he is playing 2012 Loki the entire time. Right, yeah. And I don't think just watching a video of the things that would make him the Loki that we knew two years ago is going to change right. him that quickly. Right, right. I, he is still very much someone who wants to rule the yeah. universe. Uh, and so I don't think we should be surprised if in the end it doesn't feel like he has learned much. Sure. Like if he's just a yeah. villain. Like, and I, th- I think that's okay. I think I wouldn't be upset with that. No way. Um, because that's really not what he's supposed to be. I have some speculations as to, because I think Loki feels like something we could have several seasons of. Yeah, because if he's just kind of always adjacent over in the TVA, yeah. or somehow uh, whether he needs the TVA anymore or not, he's he's you know taken off the training wheels of Mobius or w- w- whatever happens to them, yeah. and has full control of 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 the multiverse. Yeah, there's no reason we can't come back and just have him living alongside all yeah. these things. And I think I'd well, be Well, okay my guess is the whole TVA as a thing is not going to exist by the end of this show because I, I, I really think that we're going to have some sort of resistance rebellion led by Loki. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I think he's going to yeah. go tell all the employees like, hey, you're people. Like, you're yeah. real. Yeah. 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 I think too, if, if it does exist, if the TVA does exist, it's split. I think there's definitely a revolution for sure, Jordan. I think it, if it exists, it looks nothing yeah. like it does right now. It's the people that are like, great, I have nothing else to do. This is all I've known. And Mobius could be on Mobius. either side of yeah. that. Now, yeah. my… That's a good point about Mobius. I just want him back. I just want more Mobius. Um, my yeah. only exposure… I have no real exposure whatsoever to Doctor Who. My only quote-unquote exposure to Doctor Who is the parody in Spectre Space Time created in Community. <laughs> and yet, this feels like the closest thing to Doctor Who that the MCU could ever make. The like traveling to different locales and time periods with like a partner and meddling in the affairs. Um, yeah. Now, somebody who's like a big Doctor Who fan is like, that is not what happens in that show. And that's fine. I don't know what happens in that and show. And there's probably some Trekkies that are like, you mean Star Trek? Yeah. Star Trek does not that Not through too. time so much, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, dude. 
Star Trek, was it Star Trek the motion picture? Maybe Star Trek 3? They go back and save whales on Earth? Yeah, yep. dude. They travel through time. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. Do we got do we gotta leave a little space for somebody to play their ad right here? Um it, you know, it's funny that you bring is that up because normally I'm in charge of that. And the reason I'm in charge well, of that is because you just swung at it and missed it by about two minutes. But yeah, let's go early. Oh, no. no, let's go right now. Let's go right now. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Doge, last week we... Hope you guys liked that ad more than whatever we were going to talk about there. Doge really wanted to go early, so... <laughs> <laughs> Doge, if you remember last week, mm-hmm. um, we opened the box a little bit. Yeah. To see what was in the box. Was there a couple more things in Ooh. that box? Is this something that uh, is, is somewhat like the drawer at the TVA where we kind of pull that out? And it's, uh, I kind of went back to, to that scene because I was like, is that, I mean, clearly those were Infinity Stones, but they could have easily put something a little more minuscule in sure. that same drawer. And I wouldn't have noticed because of all the Infinity Stones. If he took so one, if he took an Infinity Stone and put it in his pocket, would it have powers again once he left the TVA? Only if he was in the reality that that Infinity Stone was. From. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. So there's no way to know at that point. It's just, you know, there's infinite realities. Right. Worth a shot. That makes sense. Uh, for those that might not know, what's in the box? If you're listening right now, you can contribute. And all you have to do is follow us on Instagram. Because every now and then on our Instagram story… We'll give you the opportunity just to ask us anything. Uh, and we're happy to answer that for you so that you get to know a little bit more about the 2021 variants of Two Chunks and a Hawk. We do got some stuff. We do got some stuff. Do you want to ask Dude. me? Do you want to ask me what is in, what's in the… What's in the box? This question… What's in the box? This question uh, comes from Instagram user underscore Jacob Preston. And they're asking us, what are your predictions for phase four of the MCU? Now, this is a fine vintage. It's been aging in the box for just a bit. But I think now's probably an interesting time to talk about it. Halfway through Loki, we're two weeks away from the first theatrical Marvel experience anybody's had since Far From Home. What do we think is going down in phase four of the MCU? Glad you asked. I have an answer. I suspect that we are going to get a smattering of different 
like localized events. Um, so rather than like a race for the infinity stones that took place over a couple dozen, basically movies, I think we're going to get a smattering of smaller events that eventually we're mm. going to find are all tied to one main thing. And we're going to find out that we're a lot yep. more interconnected in this phase than we actually thought we were. That's my guess. Yeah. You, hmm. You're saying phase four, uh, while other phases have been uh, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. essentially with the Infinity mm-hmm. War, we're, we're going into the Olympics now. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to know that it's… It's like if the Olympics had a finals <laughs> where everybody… <laughs> and- Everybody, Surprise! Now you all have to jump really high or something. Yeah, or it's just yeah. like now it's just all the cha- all the gold medalists have to fight to the death. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing for me. I gotta keep one upping myself with my crazy theories that are never gonna come true. So here's what I'm gonna it's say. It's a tie into D two the Mighty Ducks. Yes, I'm with I, you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Emilio Estevez is is Thanos too. <laughs> uh, no, I think that. Um, I think that we're going to blow the doors open to the multiverse in episode four or five of the Loki show. And I think everything that's announced will continue to explode and exponentially increase the number of multiverses. Like all the fruit carts in Inception. Exactly. Um, Which might lead not necessarily to a reboot or to anything like that, but just uh, a sort of clean slate that I don't, know that we could get any other way than like multiversal stuff. If you're a comics person, this probably sounds a lot like what DC does with their crisis events. When comics, uh, when the continuity gets too tangled up, <laughs> DC will often go, oh no, the multiverse is exploding. Nuke it fragmenting, start over fracturing, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Something is happening to the multiverse. And so now Batman's 30 again and Superman's not married this time. And it's just kind of like a little bit of a reset. I don't think we're going to get anything so drastic here. Um, But it wouldn't surprise me if there was some sort of uh, like Loki, the Tom Hiddleston that we know becomes king over the multiverse. uh, And then Sylvie sort of fills that Loki role in our, I guess, more more smaller localized movies. But I think, I don't know, you guys say it's going to be like the Olympics. I kind of think it's going to be like American Gladiator, where it's just like, hey, this is, <laughs> what even is this? This is bananas. Yeah. So Yeah, I love that. My prediction, uh, would you say the first three phases of the MCU are the Infinity Saga? Yeah. Is that what that is, yeah. essentially? Yeah. Uh, my prediction is, and not just due to inflation, uh, but I would hang my hat on uh, however many phases it takes. I think if we're to say four, five, and six, if they like to do it by three phase— to, to tie a bow on another massive saga, uh, that this will make more money uh, than the first three phases. Mm. And that might not seem so like too. that big of a prediction, but uh, it becomes a little more risky because we do have the beginning of this process happening during a pandemic. Sure. Uh, or at the, at the echoes of a pandemic. And I really think what the main, one of the main ingredients is going to be is we have seen by far, especially in a lot of the announcements and what we've even seen in shows, that this is going to be uh, 300% more inclusive demographically right. yeah. with yeah. our heroes. You know, we we went 15 years uh, with white male protagonists yep. yeah. in the MCU. Uh, and I just think it might have lasted too long before, sure. you know, we had, you know, a Black Panther, things like that. But that's one of the things that I'm most excited about is it's going to be like a, 
uh, not just the two chunks hosts get to go and sit there and be like, wow. Yeah. I can, you know, not a, not a relatable, but be like, I see myself wow, there. that yeah. could be me. Right. Yeah, I see yeah. myself there. It's going to be everybody. You know, I love looking at the cast of the Immortals. Yeah. And just being like, cool. Or like nine people that don't look hardly anything unless they are a snow. Don't look anything like, <laughs> you know, the first three phases of the MCU. And yeah. that, that really gets now, me excited. Shang-Chi and that is going to be… is our first… I believe our first Asian-American superhero. I mean, unless you count Wong, but he's not a titled card right, superhero. Right. Exactly. Sidekick. Right, because we weren't counting, you know, uh, the Falcon. Like, we weren't yeah. doing any of that already. Right. Um, but, yeah. but I, Plus, that second trailer looks so dope. Abomination. Dude, we got Abomination, yeah, we Abomination. from the Incredible Hulk. I never thought we'd get him back. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and but, speaking of that, I mean, we didn't we didn't really talk about it. I don't know if we've had much of a chance to yet, but Loki's confirmed as bisexual in the MCU, which is a huge part of his character in the comics. Love to see mm-hmm. that actually brought into live action. I know with the three of us, we're always talking about, hey, we love it when there are people who are… <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> who are sneezing so loud. <laughs> we love it when there are people who are not exactly like us that right. can also say, hey, this character is like me. Right. And… That's yeah. awesome. That's never a bad well, thing. Well, and the more I that. thought about it, I don't think no. we ever <laughs> saw any indication that Loki was attracted to anyone except for when he was posing as Odin getting fed grapes by the Asgardian women. Yes. Like, yeah. that was the only right. time that it so ever seemed like that Loki. Is, <laughs> that is sort of a, right. a bummer. The kind of, like, the you can, be, uh, you can be queer as long as you're sexless in, like, these these uh, kind of mainstream properties, that is something that's still sort of unfortunate that we need to move past. But yeah, but I mean, at least how, you know, how sexful is the rest of that's the, the thing. MCU. Like the MCU is, is so like phase three, there's like four kisses at all right. in phase. Like it's just there's a really no, sexless no time franchise. For kisses. We got stuff. Yeah. There's do. only, there's only punches and that's because it's for the boys. It's it's for the you know? And also, I think it took us a few years for even the MCU, which seems pretty uh, self-aware and then culturally aware, uh, to say, "Hey, why why are these boobies out?" Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I, you're yeah. totally right. It, it was. There was also a moment that's like, we don't have to do that. Yeah. Right. Like Please. we don't have to do that. Blackwood doesn't and, have to unzip to, her little suit. That yeah. Far. And people yeah. speaking up and being like, "Hey, uh, technically, that's one of the things I love the most about uh, Liz Olson." Uh, playing the Scarlet Witch is how much she's invested in yep. that character. There's a yeah. lot of great articles about her sitting at home practicing spell, you know, like because her hand movements need to be something and thinking uh, practically about how a costume should feel if she's able to fight in that. Uh, but she was one of the people to speak up and be like, what? Okay, but why does my cleavage have to show? Yeah. How does that help me be intimidated? Like, imagine if Captain America <laughs> was fighting in like, Pants with the, the crotch blown out. You know what I mean? Just, I was gonna say just the, just like a little captain, just a little peekaboo crotch for for Captain he's, America. He's Captain USA, and the A stands for assless chaps. <laughs> just full cheeks out all the time. Yeah. Do we have to bleep assless? I'll probably just bleep the ass part of yeah. it. So they're gonna hear sliss chaps. <laughs> sliss chaps. <laughs> Oh, good question. Well, and we didn't, we sort of answered it and talked about a bunch of other stuff too. <laughs> Thank you for the question. That's We've okay, got time though. for, for this is, one or maybe two if they're short. 
Yeah, we got one more. Knowing us, probably one more is what we can aim for. <laughs> this one comes from uh, Instagram user at Willie Neat Pictures. If you could have any movie star featured on your podcast, who'd it be? Easy answer for me is Vin Diesel. Oh. Not a joke. Not a joke. Like there's something about him, and I will talk about him more on our on our F9 episode. Are we calling that movie F9 or Fast 9 or Fast and Furious 9? Just I'm F- doing what the t- title told me to. F9? And I think it's F9. F9. We'll talk about it more on our F9 episode, but he's somebody that it started like ironic to me. Like, oh, isn't it funny to, isn't it funny to love Vin Diesel? But like, I actually genuinely, he's one of my favorite movie stars. <laughs> and it's sort of embarrassing, but absolutely without a doubt on our podcast, if we could do it. An obvious answer for me, just because I am, uh, if if I'm looking into like the success of our podcast and the future of that and going with the momentum, nothing would <laughs> do that more than someone who has 400 million Instagram sure. followers. Uh, so like The Rock is a is a clear answer for me. Could we get like them both Dwayne on Johnson? I what mean, if we got them both on our, and we're like what helped if, them squash their beef? Ooh. Dude, if we were the ones who helped them squash the beef, that would be phenomenal. If it what? wasn't The Rock, though, I'm gonna cheat and do a couple of answers. Okay, okay. and it's really unfair to Jordan if I end up taking one of his. But uh, it would also be fun to have somebody like before they were big oh, time. Yeah. Like we caught we caught them yeah. just. I think we're too late for Florence Pugh mm-hmm. unless we did it now before Black. Panther. I don't know. <laughs> I think like in the next thirteen days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we I had to catch her before think, Little Women. Uh, I think. What if we got our boy? Uh, I feel bad not remembering his name. Centineo. Oh, Noah. Oh, we the could guy get from, Noah. Uh, Noah Centineo. That would be big. I like that you're aiming for achievable. Like, who's somebody that's small potatoes enough that they'd interact with our tiny potatoes? Hey, guys, I don't but think Mike Noah grow to big is potatoes. Achievable. <laughs> he's busy. He's busy, but he's he's smaller potatoes than The Rock for sure. Sure, sure. What you got? Jordan? I have three answers. Um... <laughs> Number one is gonna be Ben Schwartz. I feel like we would just be friends yeah. with him. Like I feel like we would he like we would actually get along. And so I want to start a lifelong friendship with Ben Schwartz. Um so that's that's one of my answers. Um I think my answer number two is uh probably going to have to be Taylor Lautner. Just for the yeah, just for the the chef's kiss of it all, the full circle chef's kiss. I would have so much anxiety. The pure lull of it to have Carter have to interact with him would be. Yeah, great. I would really love, I would really love that. And then uh, third is Amy Adams. She's my favorite actress, and I just don't feel like uh, I know enough about her. I feel like she's more private than a lot yeah. of celebrities, and so I'd love to get a chance to just be like, "What do you? What do you do? Like, wake, wake up." What do you like? Wake up. What's what, your day? What are things that you like? You don't, you yeah. don't have work today. What does Amy do? <laughs> That's fun. And we could also, you know, a tease for tomorrow if you're talking about uh, actors and actresses. Cardi B would be another yeah, one. Yeah, man. Cardi B. Be really interesting. I mean, fresh she would be great to have a podcast for sure. Fresh, fresh off a career-defining role as an undercover Interpol agent. I can't <laughs> wait to see what she does next. <laughs> 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 Guys, do we have uh is is Lamentus going back to Loki? Is Lamentus a planet we need to know? Like is this I don't is, think so. Is this no. canon? Is there something I mean, it's canon. I, I think it's just I don't think it'll ever come like back. Like just a mining, just a mining outpost. Gotcha. Do you think we're going to see uh hand phase canon lady from the south again from Lamentus? No, who shot I liked them her both? though. 
We, I she think was great. the only way we see any of the people that we saw in this episode again is if Loki has enchanted Enchantress. Oh, yeah. And we're going to go through the events, like, like breeze, montage through them. They're all going to play out differently. Yeah. In real life, you know, but yeah. I, yeah, other than that, I, I love so. when she blasted him because that was my first thought. Is I was like, what if she gave him a fake name? What if she whatever? And so when she blasted him, I was like, that was nice. Um, when the yeah. when the planet, okay, we're on a moon getting hit by a planet, or we're on a planet getting hit by a moon. It's a planet. The moon is crashing into it. The See, orbit's. I thought it was the reverse. I thought we were on a moon that that a planet was crashing into. Is what it sounded I think like. They either, said. either. I mean, if they said that, then it's. I mean, gravitationally, the moon is crashing into the right. planet. But if you're on the moon, it looks like the planet's moving now, to you. When the planet or moon, when when whatever was about to hit split open, did you guys have a brief moment where you were like, giant kaiju, giant kaiju, it's about to get Lovecraftian, giant kaiju? <laughs> no, 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 I, I did, did not. There, I did for sure. That would have been. Pretty I was quish. like, when it split, I was looking for eyes or like hands that had split it open. Like I what was if like that, looking. What if that had crack? been the Galactus reveal? Just a, a sleeper Galactus reveal just of him freaking just, like just pulling the planet Whoa. right here. Oh my! I know they. And that's why this show stuff. sucks. <laughs> that's why this show sucks because I thought of that in like two seconds. Now legally, it I have to talk about Zelda that. once per episode, and obviously, I got Major Majora's Mask vibes. But whatever. sure, sure, sure. Obviously, yes. obviously, uh, it. The vibes that I got, it made me think of one of my favorite moments in one of our, uh, one of the things that the MCU Infinity Saga did a great job of starting at around Civil War was having everyone fight, like seeing everybody mm -hmm. on the same screen, which felt like the, uh, you know, the two page uh, spread in a comic yep. book of just the thing that you have to soak in for 45 mm -hmm. minutes. Yep. But when Thanos is pulling the moon down. Yeah. And breaking the moon to throw on people, that's that's what yep. this made me think of. But man, yeah, I am, I was firmly in. I think this is the first time I've had a long time. Uh, and a long time basically meaning like, you know, the MCU TV shows now we've had uh, 16. This was like our 20th episode we've seen of the MCU, MCU TV shows. But this was the first time in a long time that I barely was like, oh yeah, uh, surprised at how big of a budget they have. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is clearly movie quality budget. Like everything that's happening right now would look the exact same. It's like one of the first times I ever saw a trailer for a new video game coming out. And yeah. then it, they made sure to let you know, hey, this is gameplay. Yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. it. This is actually what you're going to be experiencing. Uh, Loki, especially Lamentous episode, feels like a gameplay right. trailer I think the, <laughs> for, for the movies. The budget, the movie budget is a huge piece of the conversation. I think that… What I'm realizing is that I think Loki's the first time that Marvel actually has made a TV show. Because like with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, with WandaVision was its own weird little thing where it was like a couple of sitcoms up front and then about a three-hour movie cut into thirds at the right. end. Yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was a six-hour movie. They, they paced it like a movie and then just cut it into six parts. Yeah. Loki is very, very much more episodic. It feels like this is the first time Marvel's actually painting with the TV show paintbrushes yeah. of like the end of the episode is when we get some big reveal and like the, it's it's just so much more episodic. We get things like we would never have gotten in those other shows. We would never get this in a Marvel movie, but that the sequence of the planet getting destroyed at the end is all that single take true detective mm -hmm. style mm -hmm. tracking shot. And like we would never mm -hmm. get that in the Marvel movie, now, but that's unique to TV. And so we did it because it's TV. When when Sylvie just walks away so abruptly, like the, the arc blows and 
Loki's just left looking at it while Sylvie walks away. I just thought that was so good. Like the, en- yeah. the ending of that episode of her frustration and him just kind of in awe of what just happened. Um, now, if it gets reversed because it was all um, an illusion or something, whatever. But just the way that all played out was really, really great there at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That ending sequence was also almost my super pump. It was very good. If, if yeah. Sylvie hadn't been so good. I think… Uh, Sophia, I already, I already forgot her full name. De Martino, I, I believe. Um, Sophia De Martino. So playing Sylvie, I think that was a moment for me when she was walking away from the arc. That was a. Uh, I like one of my favorite things about her performance and this character is I don't have anything to compare mm-hmm. it to. Meaning, uh, that's usually some of the first whiffs of someone being just unique and just leaning into that. And I, I think that's so exciting for the MCU is because that which that's not. That's not what you want is to have somebody remind you of someone. I would imagine that that's a fear of the production team of like, I don't want this to be people thinking of. And again, there are roles that people are inheriting. That's part of losing Iron Man is Peter Parker is like, but I can't be the new Iron Man. Yeah. You know, and and we've seen him go through that narrative arc, but like literal actors and having someone being like, man, that really reminds me of Chris Hemsworth. Like, I don't think we ever, after Thor is out of the MCU… You can never go out and get another big burly blonde. Right. Yeah. Without someone. And I think they have to be careful with that. And I think the bigger that the MCU gets, the more careful we have to be with our yep. castings. And so I think you're right. Um, especially after getting to know about 50 characters, it feels like pretty well. Jeez. To bring one in that's new and feels new, phenomenal. Yeah. That doesn't feel like it's easy. And I, I want to make sure to give credit to the casting for, for her. I hope we see a lot more of her. I think we will. Um, to end this episode, Doge, did you still want to have time to? Did you get to do your like? Oh man, guessing? I've said I've said lots of wild things this episode. I'm confident we can find at least one thing that that will age really poorly. So I'm good. Okay, okay, great. To end this episode, um, Loki being a part of the TVA, or at least knowing how to, maybe I, I bet it's going to seem way more navigable to him than it did before he knew it existed. Duh. Um, I'd love to have your name at the end of this episode, and I'd love to have you tell me, um, as we talk about Phase 4, where is Loki going to show up in mm-hmm. Phase 4? Mm-hmm. Where else is he going to be? Uh, I'm Carter, and legitimately, I think there is something about the timing of Loki and it overlapping just a bit over Black Widow, uh, and Black Widow being our very much we know in the past because, spoiler alert, she's gone. I think we're going to see Loki uh, in a mid credit scene or near the end. Or if we don't even see Loki, what if we have a moment in the mid credit scene to where we have Natasha and she's just looking out and she's like looking at this strange kind of orange door, you know? And it's just like, we don't see who comes out of that or what, but we just see her face. But it's like, I don't know because there's been talks too of I don't think Scarlet was ready to be done. Scarlet yeah. So Johansson. what if she, what if she walks through that door and becomes a variant? Yeah, could be. There you go. Yeah, she's not dead anymore. <clears throat> yeah, that could work. I'm Doge, and my bold prediction is that Loki's going to be in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. He's going to be. Go ahead. He's going to be on the good guy team, working to depose Mephisto, <laughs> who is going to be in charge of the multiverse, and they're going to. Uh, Loki's going to double cross him at the end and become king of the multiverse. Mm. Why not? Why not go ahead and make that movie Why not? more? Why not? Just be wild. Make me anticipate that movie. Be, even. be as wild yeah, as possible. 
Uh, I'm Jordan, and uh, I can't stop thinking about this. I started thinking about this about midway through last week. I think I love the idea of Loki with access to time travel and um, space travel as well being the one who fulfills the somewhat Nick Fury role of this phase of going and finding people at the right time in order to warn them of something that's coming. Like finding the time that they will be most receptive to the news that Kang the Conqueror is trying to eliminate all timelines where he's not the ruler or that Mephisto is weaving this web, weaving this web of whatever. Like the idea of Loki being accidentally tasked with yeah. this like harbinger role of like giving everybody this heads up. Almost a silver surfer vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's juicy. That is so juicy. Like leading into an Avengers that's a multiverse war or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Very cool. Someone say something funny. We usually have to end these episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, farts. I got one. Hey, I got one. I got one. Why do ducks have tail feathers? I don't know why. Do you know why, Jordan? No, it's just going to be dumb. Well, they, well, ducks have tail feathers in order to cover their butt quacks. That's pretty good. Here's what's funny, though. Legitimately, y'all broke out. Like, you know how I'm having a little connectivity issues right now? <laughs> so you don't know? I don't even know. I don't know, know the punchline. Hey, Cart- <laughs> hey, Carter, why do ducks have tail feathers? <laughs> I don't know. To cover their butt quack. <laughs> You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.